Deshaun Watson has informed the Cleveland Browns that he will not be accepting a trade to their organization. What does that do for the future of Baker Mayfield? Is it in Cleveland or is it not? Who is the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns in 2022? But most importantly, with this behind them, the Browns can get back to work in the 2022 round of NFL free agency. All that more on your latest Locked On Browns. You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, the Locked On Browns podcast brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Show itself at Lockdown Browns. Follow back account. DMs are open. Everybody knows the drill. Appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen. Day in, day out, uh, whatever podcast platform you use, make sure you're leaving us five-star ratings and written reviews. Uh, along for the ride here today from Browns Digest on SportsIllustrated.com, Pete Smith. Um the news, I guess, comes official today. Um, the Browns, obviously, were highly interested in quarterback Deshaun Watson. We're originally told no. Uh, worked hard to at least get a meeting with Deshaun Watson to give their, you know, mea culpa, so to speak. It still doesn't work out. There were all along this seemed to be an issue um, for what Deshaun Watson wants as far as weather location. The Browns were at a disadvantage in that situation. The other one, and this is maybe something that came on a little bit more over the past couple of weeks, you know, as we started to see, you know, uh, transactions being made in the NFL is we really sure Deshaun Watson even wants to stay in the AFC, um, you know, with the absolute battle royal that it looks like it's going to be in the AFC. But at the end of the day, you know, Deshaun Watson it will not be coming to the Cleveland Browns, which is kind of what we told you all from the jump street. But now you're in a situation, you know, you still have a quarterback on the roster. Baker Mayfield has his fifth-year option picked up. I don't know where any of this goes. I don't see how any of it goes any further. But, Pete, they took a big hit. They, I mean, took a big swing, didn't hit it. And now basically, you know, at the quarterback position right now, they basically now have more questions than answers. And we will get to hopefully the fact that the Browns can get back to work because – all of this going on has kind of held up the free agent work, and we'll get to that. Well, I mean, look, we, we came into this and we said the Browns are probably going to run it back with 22, 22 with Baker Mayfield. The caveat to that was, and, and the quote I kept saying was, unless an opportunity we simply could not pass up presented itself or something to that effect, and the Browns decided that that, opportunity was Deshaun Watson. Now, the thing of it is, I don't think the Browns want, you know, obviously Deshaun Watson's situation is what made this thing so public. And then you get into this weird courting scenario, which is creepy considering what else he's dealing with, um, which comes down to this weird selection process, which made the whole thing super public. Um the Browns more than likely inquired, or I mean, not more than likely, the Browns inquired about Russell Wilson as we figured they would. And were ultimately, you know, sort of denied on that front, but that didn't require them to sort of be outed. 
Um, the Watson thing sort of required them to be outed. And there's obviously some fallout that comes with that. Um, the team has to deal with, but that plays a role with how Baker Mayfield sort of views this situation. Um, now, as far as what happens here, I, you know, I would note it is March 17th. Um, it's unlikely, certainly in the moment, it looks impossible that Baker Mayfield would be back in 2022. Um, but he is under contract. And the pragmatic view of this is that Baker Mayfield is playing for his career. He's playing for that big contract elsewhere. And ego and all feelings and all this other stuff aside, the Browns might be a really good place to sort of, uh, you know, maximize your opportunity to get a contract elsewhere. Um, now that, you know, the, the whole stuff about playing in Indianapolis. Yeah, that would be another good option. But the difference is, if you end up on a team like Detroit or a troubled sort of depressed Seattle situation, you know, at that point you're, you're, you potentially don't get that great opportunity to sort of market yourself where, um, you, know, the, you know, the Browns might be a better option from that standpoint. Now, the thing that I think the Browns just, messed up with this whole thing is this whole fiasco with Chris Mortensen of ESPN saying that, you know, somebody told him and I can almost guarantee you who somebody is. Um, uh, let's see guy whose roots are in the South. He's older, closer to 70 than he is 50. Who might he actually be somebody that chats with, but go on. So um, you, you have this report that the, the Browns are saying they want an adult at quarterback, which probably doesn't go over so, so super well with somebody if they're immature, but it's worse when you say that while you are actively trying to convince someone who is currently being sued by 22 women for sexual misconduct or harassment. It's some contrast about being an adult. I mean, like that's, that's really a bad look for the Browns. And, and, you know, we get into this whole thing about, well, Baker Mayfield shouldn't feel this or that or whatever. And maybe that's the case. Maybe, maybe there there's this element of, if you want to, you know, you're in professional football, you shack like a professional. I, I, I would push back and say, listen, if you are, you know, doing your dream job and potentially getting paid a whole lot of money for it and, and things aren't working out, you'd probably be pretty, unhappy with this with the situation uh, the area of social media and all that and sort of living it out you know throwing it out there even though all he really did was say thank you to the fans and and and, and cleveland and basically said i don't know where it's going from here and people have read into it and I, i'm not, you know to be fair i'm reading into it too I, I think he is doing the same thing but it's not all that like irreparable that part of it um the the adult thing we'll see um as I said, it, it being in March and camp not being for four months, there's a lot of time to sort of repair some of that damage. And you're already seeing some damage control, um, which mm -hmm. I'm not surprised by in the least. So is that ultimately just to try to sort of recoup any potential uh, leverage in terms of a trade uh, to get move Baker? Maybe. Um, but you know, the, the options out there aren't great. Um, 
there are certainly ways forward with this whole thing that, you know, the, the, the idea that the Browns are sort of screwed, I, I, I disagree with. I just think that they're, the damage they have done potentially to themselves with the fan base is, is something they have to deal with. And then um, now it's just a question of figuring out where they, they, they want to go from here. Like none of that sort of stops them from succeeding. Uh, and, and to, you know, the Browns get get to be get to decide if they think Baker Mayfield is a good enough quarterback. That you know, that's that's the deal. Like that's fine. And if they're saying if they're making the case that they're saying uh we need a top ten quarterback and we're not gonna stop until we get one, okay. I, I don't think many people are going to disagree with that. I think the only disagreement we're having here it, for most people is just the the extra stuff where we're we're like playing out with this stuff in public and, and, and the hurt feelings and stuff back and forth. That that's the only part of this where you sort of get in this thing where it's like that, it, that that's not good for anyone. All right. I, I got a couple here. Um, the comment coming, the, the comment that was made, obviously the adult comment that seems more like uh, Hey, we're trying to tip the scales of justice for you to ignore some of the stench of Deshaun Watson and knowing that Baker Mayfield had a rough year, so let's pile a little bit more on there. So maybe you know these scales are going to get a little bit closer. Um, do I think, even if Andrew Perry and Kevin Stefanski think this, these two men are way too intelligent to put something out like that out there in the media? Obviously, if they're done with Baker Mayfield as their quarterback, no harm, no foul. They don't want the kid to end up in Canada. You're, you know, you could go on to the NFL. It's just not going to be here. Neither one of those gentlemen are stupid enough to put something out there on something that they are obviously looking to get the highest return of value that they possibly could. I don't think it went on with the front office. And this is where it's gotten confusing today on social media. When you put things out like this that are anonymous, it gets labeled as it came from the Browns headquarters. Doesn't matter if it's the owner. Doesn't matter if it's the front office. Doesn't matter if it's the head coach. It's now out there. Um, you want to connect the dots and say, well, we all think this is who said it. That's fine. Um, and even worth it in this respect, if that's who you think said it, and I think for the most part we all do, who's now got to clean up the mess? Who, you know, who's got to, A, now talk, if they are still going to try to actively trade him, talk to other general managers and say, well, so-and-so, blah, 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 had a couple and, you know, was in the moment and, you know, let's, you know. So that's where that issue is. The other thing is, is, Everybody, you know, Mary Kay mentioned that, you know, there was talks at the combine of changes at the quarterback position. Now you see it today where they told Baker Mayfield and like Pete just said, look, if there is an elite quarterback available, a.k.a. Deshaun Watson, whatever the off field, you know, however that plays in it, that's fine. And I told you all yesterday, if you think he's a better if you're saying Deshaun Watson is a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not. But is the question so between this the the story Mary Kay presented and this one that's kind of coming out today is well which one is technically the truth and then the other thing is is you know is it Baker Mayfield was going to be done here in Cleveland once we found another quarterback certainly is that possible we'll see uh, I, I mean we'll see I, I mean for Baker it's a tough situation and I got to be honest I, I think Baker's enough a guy enough. And where he has gotten into his motions himself and certainly, you know, said some things he probably shouldn't have. Is this something where he sits back in two to three weeks and says, you know what? I love playing. 
I love this team. I love my teammates. We've made some changes here. Let's go play ball. I mean, look, he basically went into last year knowing that it, it you know, nothing, he was kind of in no man's land with this franchise. So what would be yet another year? I mean, I, I don't know. But we're going to get to a little bit of this and more. Your latest Lockdown Browns, Sports Illustrated's Pete Smith in the house for the ride. We are underway, folks. It is that time of year again. This college basketball tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sport, sport wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. Pete, I don't know if realistically this can go on. I, I don't know if it can. I mean, it, it, it's, you know, and look, with Baker, knowing that this was going to happen, knowing that they were going to start looking their eyes around with him being a highly emotional person, which is fine. I mean, if everybody who's judging Baker, Baker Mayfield's personality, take that and shove it. I mean, look, everybody's wired differently. I don't care. Um, to me, it matters what you do between the lines. So I don't really care about, you know, what type of person you are or what type of personality you are, whatever. Uh, that all is what it is. I mean, you know, you all pay way too much attention to that. And I long for the days of watching sports and being a fan of sports and not knowing these type of things and knowing what folks were like off the field, just enjoying them do their craft, so to speak. But Pete, is it is it realistic? I mean, like, is there a percentage you could put on this that Baker Mayfield's still the quarterback for the Browns come week one in 2022? No, I, I'm not going to guess the percentage. All I can say is 50-50. The best thing the Browns can do here is say, we're leaving it up to Baker Mayfield. If he wants to be here, we're going to let him. And this is why I think it was a misstep. To and I'll be honest, if they do that, he'll stay. He will stay. He he will he will stay, and I guarantee you the people will start jumping back on this Brown stream. But go ahead. Yeah, so like if they this is why this is part of why I think the adult thing bothers me um, is because they had the ability to basically go, hey Baker, we're 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 letting you figure this one out. You know, we we told you we were going to look at other quarterbacks. We get, you know, we, we understand that you probably didn't like the fact that it was a Deshaun Watson considering what he's dealing with. We were starting, we were starting, we were seeing, we were starting to see other people, but we want you back. Is that okay with you? Yeah. So, and if Baker decides, you know, if, if, if at that point Baker says, no, I want traded, then the organization can come out of this and go, okay. Like we tried to, improve our quarterback position that is who we are that is the organization we're going to be and if baker mayfield goes no i want out then then you let him make that decision for you um i think the fact that we had this whole thing cloudy that a little bit but ultimately that's still where i end up on this is you basically say look you know you can hate our guts the entire season but if you play your ass off, you're going to get a big contract, and it you know it might be not might not be here, it might be might be elsewhere, and you might be able to go elsewhere and you know basically tell us all to stick it. Um, you know th- this is a business, and you get the opportunity to sort of to do this. Now that that being said, like um, I 
think in, in, for a lot of people, the pursuit of Watson has sort of taken off the mask of like this, this, you know, what the NFL can really be, um, which is in, in this case, it's, it, we're seeing it is a bottom line business um, wins and losses. And, and, and not every team operates that way, but clearly the Browns have decided that they are willing to, to endure what this, what is going on with this. And, and maybe there's a, a naivete that we all have in terms of that, where we would like to say, you know, and, and I, you know, whether, whether, uh, you know, I say it or not, I believe this, you can absolutely win a whole lot of football games and the Super Bowl with good people. Um, they don't all have to be perfect people, uh, but they have to be pretty good people, people you can rely on. Um, so that certainly plays a role in this. It, it, does Baker want to do it that way? I, you know, that is up to him. Um, I, I always looked at this offseason, given the year he just had with everything that went wrong for him, um, to say, to, to basically take time out for himself for a couple months and, and you know, seek like a, uh, you know, a, a therapist in terms of like an athletic therapist, which, you know, is not a knock. I think that's something that's valuable for everyone, but um, just to get his mind right and clear his head and get him sort of like Russell Wilson's a big advocate for this stuff. He's got all kinds of like, He's got, uh, you know, sports therapist. He's got like a, a mental uh, coach, like all these other things that can sort of like put you in the right framework. And you just look at this and you then look at it. It is not, you know, I may love this game, but the business of this game does not love necessarily love me. And I've got to sort of look at it that way. So as I said, I, I, I refuse to put a percentage on it because I don't know. I, I would say it's low. Let's put it this way, very low right now, uh, less than 10%, but maybe if that's if that's the number you want to go with but i don't think um it, it's necessarily over in that regard it doesn't have to be and i think every day that you get away from this that percentage can go up um but yeah it's a challenge and, and it's something that the baker that i think baker needs to deal with and answer for and that's or answer that's not a knock that's just sort of the best way forward to me if you're the browns and, and and you get into this now. You look at obviously options here. You know, uh, you know Jimmy Garoppolo's name is mentioned. Jameis Winston's name mentioned. You know, a whole other story, obviously there as well. But now you're talking about a player coming off an ACL in Jameis Winston. Uh, obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo had a pretty extensive shoulder surgery. Obviously, everything seems like everything's going to be fine as far as a recovery, but it's not a quick recovery. So, you know, would you rather now three players all in similar situations? all recovering from a difficult injury. Um, they're not going to be able to get to their full normal offseason. If you're the Browns, would you be more comfortable saying, well, hey, I'd rather not have to go through, you know, OTAs, all of this type of stuff with, uh, you know, and my quarterback is just learning the playbook and we hope everything's good to go in August. Baker Mayfield obviously knows it all he could come in and it would be a lot easier for him to start training camp than it would maybe be one of these other quarterbacks. Where do you go after that? Are you waiting for if the Atlanta Falcons are chosen by Deshaun Watson? Are you waiting for Matt Ryan? Look, Matt Ryan can still make some throws. He's absolutely immobile. He's a statue. There's a lot of the Browns playbook that's going to get thrown right out if you go for with a player like Matt Ryan. Do you go for a, a wild card? A, a, a Jordan Love, who was drafted in the first round and obviously now is cement mixer blocked in green by by Aaron Rodgers. 
you know, reaching out to some Green Bay people, they'd be interested in maybe a pick that doesn't look so great now. That would be in the 2023 draft. But if Jordan Love ended up becoming the starter for the Browns, playing X amount of snaps, that pick escalates. And if it worked out, obviously, for the team who traded for Jordan Love, you wouldn't care what the 2023 pick turned into because maybe you either got a quarterback for the foreseeable future or you have your quarterback of the future. So there's a ton there. Um, But it's a really difficult spot to be in. Now, here's the other thing. Look, Baker Mayfield's close with Wyatt Teller. He's close with some players on this team. You know, what if these guys start, you know, hey, look, man, I hate that this happened to you. This sucks. But, you know, man, we've been tight. We played together for a while. You know, look, I don't know where it's going to go, but we want to do this one last year together. And, you know, whatever. And, you know, as the friends, you're going to tell them, I hope you ball the hell out and you control all the cars afterwards. And this is, you know, where this situation just turned in an obviously really, really ugly situation. But, I mean, what this was also the thing with this year at the quarterback position. Draft, you're not finding somebody coming in right now at 13 who's ready to take this team and compete in the AFC. That's not going to happen. There ain't nobody available. So, I mean, anybody who's thinking that's going to be the case, not happening. Nope, not getting done. So, I mean, what do you do here, Pete? I mean, because it's not like it was – I mean, yes, they went for, you know, somebody that they felt truly was going to be an upgrade at the position. But the fallbacks, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, it's like what type of what type of chocolate bar do you like? Because it's all chocolate. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the Browns can compete. By the way, Zadarius Smith is not signing with the Baltimore Ravens. Anybody who's listening, apparently he pulled late last minute, so still a name on the market. Go ahead, Pete. Um, I, I think the Browns can compete in 2022. I mean, we just I, I absolutely think they can. Uh, I just watched Jimmy Garoppolo go Neil O'Donnell in the NFC Championship uh, <laughs> with a really good team around him. And look, that's the that's the the path forward for this team. Um, you. You, you, whatever quarterback you end up, whether that's Baker Mayfield, Jimmy Garoppolo, or you know any number of guys, um, Jameis Winston, you know the Browns' pursuit of Deshaun Watson might lead them to be okay with Jameis Winston's background. Maybe it's a little bit more specialized because Watson was just that good. Uh, personally, that's another issue, another area where I have problems, but so be it. Um, if you get a guy. And then you potentially either take a big swing in the draft or you just get through to next season to, to then position yourself to, to do something else. Um, then you just keep building your team up around you. And that is what the Broncos did this past year. You take the Broncos approach in 2021. And, and Teddy Bridgewater was not an exciting quarterback. I mean, they, that team went eight and nine um, with a quarterback who did not really give them anything. Um which is a testament to their talent, but sort of showcases that if you just build your team up, then you're in a position where now you can, if a guy comes available, like in that case, Russell Wilson, then you have a more attractive pitch. You can make that bigger thing, or you draft a guy and then they're in a position to succeed. So I like, I get it. You know, it's not, this is part of the problem I had with people sort of raising expectations on this thing so much because I didn't think it was reasonable. The Browns really did not have a good pitch, um, all things considered, and that doesn't mean that Andrew Barry is not a wizard in, in in a meeting to to sell it, but they just didn't have a great pitch, and so now they have to sort of go elsewhere with it, which is 
okay. Like I said, that part of it doesn't bother me. You can take the big swing and not get it and, and go elsewhere. The, the Everything is, is um, relative to fallout, not in terms of like it screws the Browns from doing anything. Yeah, it's all, I mean, it's all talking. Obviously, you know, this was, you know, and as everybody's been saying, you know, the Browns were ready for whatever circumstance worked out. Well, you know, I hope you were because now you're in a really, really, you know, difficult one, so to speak, with the quarterback you have on the roster. And obviously the pickings are slim as what is available on the open market. Speaking of the open market, hopefully the Browns will be able to get back to business here somehow, some way, as far as filling some of the other needs they have. We're going to talk about that here. Coming right up again, Locked On Browns, Sports Illustrated's Pete Smith, your host, Jeff Lloyd. Everybody knows the drill. We love Rock Auto. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to for all your local chain auto parts stores to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while a person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need. Uh, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, Locked On in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know that we at Locked On sent you their way. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Pete, hopefully now the Browns can at least get back open in business. With If it turns, turns into a Jimmy Garoppolo move, it's not as much flexibility within the cap that the Browns would need to make that work. Deshaun Watson certainly commanded a lot more of the cap. I mentioned Zadario Smith is not hitting uh, Baltimore. He is back on the market is the way that all worked out. The Browns still, Pete, and yesterday was edge day as far as free agency in the NFL. A lot of it went down. So, again, the musical chairs of the edge position, it's getting lighter. Still, I, I don't even know if I've seen a tweet mentioning Jadavian Clowney in any way whatsoever. I tried to tell you guys all this. He is a bird of a different feather, kind of just does his own thing. When he's ready to talk about it, he'll do it, that type of thing. Still obviously needs some uh, you know, help here at D-Tackle, obviously tight end. I'm not sure free agency is the route they're going to go. Um, as tight end became open with the Austin Hooper move. Ah, see, Pete. Ah, Pete, give me one-on-one. I was a little bit more on that one. Um, but still work has to be done here, Pete, and you can't just pause things and now end up into the D – e-listers of free agents because you were waiting word on whether or not you were going to get this quarterback who was going to manipulate a ton of your cap. Well, I mean, as far as Jadevi and Clowney goes, that was my whole question going into this thing was who is going to give him the long-term deal? Because I just didn't see it being out there for him. Like the talk of four years. Nailed that one. Um, I, I didn't get it. And, and, and everybody else has been prioritized. I, I don't think, I think if, if Jadevian Clowney had the, the offer he wanted, he would be signed. The fact that he hasn't is an indication that he, that he doesn't, which um, has been the case for him for, you know, these last few seasons. Um, and you mentioned Zedarius Smith. Certainly the Browns would love to have him because 
not only is he a really good player who would fit the same way Clowney does, but he was released and wouldn't affect their compensatory failure, uh, the formula. So that would be great. But if we get to this whole thing and, and Zedaria Smith signs somewhere else uh, that's not Cleveland, Genevieve and Clowney might find himself sort of hanging out there. Now, if pre, you know Zedaria Smith is not going to Baltimore, maybe Genevieve and Clowney does. But um, – I just don't, like I said, at, at the beginning of this whole thing, I, I understood the whole thought process of, well, Genevieve Clowney is going to go try to get paid. That is who he is, which isn't bad. It's not inherently a negative. He's at least honest about it. Um, but don't rule out the Browns in this whole thing because he just may not find the, the deal he, he was hoping for. And the Browns are still a good fit. They've been great for him. Um, they, they still offer Miles Garrett across from him. He likes Joe Woods. Uh, there's a lot of these things that sort of work out. So I, I just wouldn't rule that out. Um, now, as far as the rest of the roster, defensive tackle is the big one there. And, you know, the guys that were sort of in that sweet spot in terms of age are all gone and arguably got paid more than I would would have wanted to pay them anyway. Um, but there's plenty of guys out there. Uh, like, and, and you sort of lose track of these guys because there's just so many names but like Michael Pierce was released by the Ravens. Like he jumps out there. And by the way, if Zedarius Smith is not going to Baltimore, Michael Pierce might, because there was talk that they were interested in him. And that this whole thing was what well, we sort of need you to hang around and wait until this, we get our cap sorted out. Mm-hmm. So maybe that, that, that is what happens if, if they are indeed not going to get him. Um, but Michael Pierce was released by the Vikings. So again, we talked about the compensatory formula. That's sort of an interesting nugget with that. Uh, Goldman from the Chicago Bears was released. Uh, another option in that front. Linval Joseph is a straight-up free agent from the Chargers. Uh, you've still got Akeem Hicks, who's a free agent. You've got Calais Campbell, who's a free agent. Uh, so if the Browns were to come out with two of those guys, let's say they they, they, they come out with, you know, I mentioned this, like, let's say they retain Jadavian Clowney, sign Michael Pearson, Eddie Goldman. Like, as much as people were sort of like, yeah, like you're you're in a pretty good spot. I, I get it's not the flashiest set of moves, but those are pro- three professional football players that all address your your big issues. Um, and that may be who the Browns are at defensive tackle. It may not be unless the, until they can draft somebody who can sort of keep that cost down. I don't think they're going to be a team that j- gets you big flashy contracts at defensive tackle. Like I, Calais Campbell would probably be re- reasonably expensive relative to what he can do, whether it's like a one year, $8 million, $9 million, $10 million contract, or same with, with Hakeem Hicks. But overall, I, I don't think they are looking to do that. I think they want to spend that money on edge guys because those guys, those guys are going to play more downs. I don't think they want to pay premium money to guys who they want off the field. It's the same way where I'm super dubious of any notion that they're going to go get Jordan Davis or, or Travis Jones, unless Travis Jones is still somehow sitting there in the second round. Uh, because for that reason, it, it just, where, where are your priorities? It's getting guys around the field more. So um, those become options. Receivers still uh, up in the air. Um, you know, you could go and get more help there. Allen Robinson hasn't signed there. I don't expect him to. I, it, him going to Cleveland just never made much sense to me. I think that was more of a a ploy to to use leverage. And and obviously, Amari uh, Cooper would might have changed that way that thought process anyway, but a guy like Jamison Crowder is still hanging out there. Like he's not flashy or anything, but he's a prof like in the same way that Jarvis Landry is a professional. Jamison Crowder is a professional. 
and he's not going to cost as much, and he's not quite as uh, into, you know versatile in terms of role. Like Jamison Crowder is a slot receiver. You know exactly where he's going to be. But that's another guy where you could potentially get somebody who's going to be able to come in for a year, give you another professional wide receiver, and sort of help you sort of develop that identity until you find guys that maybe, maybe you like in the draft or at least allow you to pick the guys you really like in the draft as opposed to trying to pick guys you need in the draft. Yeah, I, look, I mean, I just want to see them get back to work here with, uh, you know, and you can understand, you know, where the pause happened for them. Um, because if that move were to go down, it takes up a ton of your cap. <clears throat> and obviously, you know, we know about you know, picks and that thing. And apparently there's going to be a Deshaun Watson decision today. We'll see, whatever. Um, it doesn't, obviously, it's not one that the Cleveland Browns are going to be a part of. Um, but either way, they still got work to do here. So, look, now that that is put to bed, let's get the eyes focused here and get working on what needs to be worked on uh, for the Cleveland Browns. There's still work to be done. There's no question about it. Um, and then, you know, get some of this done and then start reworking, reconfiguring, you know, what the plan is going to be at the quarterback position. I know there's some that feels that it'll just be Baker Mayfield. But the Browns are not stupid enough to realize that they did not create an uncomfortable situation here for Baker Mayfield. It's not going to be, a, oh, hey, you know, ah, now nah, we never meant that anyway. You know, um, it just doesn't work that way, man. You're dealing with you know, multi-million dollar athletes. You got to understand you you take a swing like this. You may have fractured a relationship, you know, whether they told him or not. It doesn't matter. You may have fractured a relationship. It's just kind of the way things work. Um, so we'll see. I mean, obviously something to monitor here over the, you know, days, weeks, months ahead. Um, Browns still have work to do everything quarterback wise. We've covered that all here today. Sports Illustrated's Pete Smith was along for the ride. Um, you know, whatever this scenario was, I'm just glad it's over. I, I, I want to get back to talking about this team And look, we're all disappointed with the way 21 went. Yeah, I get it. I agree. 100%. We all are. So, you know, for, for those who want to Pete, myself, we want to start talking about how this team can get back to being, you know, the threat everybody thought they was in 2022. And obviously it takes some work. Got to get some players in here. Uh, so with that, make sure you check in everything Pete does. Browns Digest. Obviously, you know, Pete has been, uh, Pete and the team over there, they've been crushing it this week. A lot going on Browns-wise. A lot of content that nobody really wants to do, but it comes with the territory. The gig is what the gig is. You know, you have to, you know, be putting out, you know, content that your readers are looking for. Pete and his team have been fantastic with that. Um, for everybody who knows Abby Mueller on Twitter, Abby's fantastic. Uh, she's going to be working over with Brown's Digest now, so make sure you're checking that out. Make sure you check out the podcast. Uh, you know, for Pete's sake, Pete and Nicole obviously always do a fantastic job with that. Whatever podcast platform you use, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're listening. Uh, so it, it's it, it, a lot different than this, and Nicole is spicy and she's fun, so make sure you're yeah, obviously along for that ride as well. Make sure you're following at underscore Pete Smith underscore as well. Me, myself, everybody knows at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Show itself at Lockdown Browns. Follow back account. DMs are open. You guys got ideas. You got questions. Feel free to hit me up as much as you can. Spent a lot of that this week, and I try to get back to as many people as I can. Um, again, as for as you know, many people who can come here and listen to this every day, I will try to do my best for you. Appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen day in, day out. Again, whatever podcast platform you use, make sure you're following. You're subscribed to the Lockdown Browns. Five-star ratings written reviews again please and thank you on all that and with that this has been your daily delivery of all things dollar pounds lgb on the lob let's go browns